My question this morning is, uh, did you have something that you were worried about, that you were anxious about this week? You know, I'm sure that uh, we are all in that category. You know, if you didn't have something anxious this week to worry about, I'm sure something's going to pop up in the next couple of weeks, or you've just come through some kind of anxious, uh, worrisome experience. Jesus has some words uh, to share with us when it comes to kingdom living and the fact that he doesn't want us to worry. And if you have your Bibles, let's look at Matthew chapter 6 this morning. Matthew chapter 6. And I want to begin with verse um, 26. Jesus says this, Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor weep, reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field and how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be for about about tomorrow for tomorrow will be anxious for itself sufficient for the day is in its own trouble we worry it is so easy to worry and it's it's easy to talk about stop worrying but it's another thing to do it you know suicide has now passed car crashes as the number one injury of death in America. The top seven stresses in life are these. Number one is job, followed by money, health, poor diet, relationships, media overload, and number seven, lack of sleep. You know, how many of those have you worried about this last week? Uh, I want us briefly to look at Paul's and Jesus' prescription for avoiding worry, for stopping worrying in our life. And the first prescription is what Paul shares in Philippians chapter 4. If you have Philippians chapter 4, turn over there for just a moment. And Paul says this in verse 6. He says this, do not be anxious about anything. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. 
If you're going to avoid worry, anxious thoughts, Christian, Paul says, number one, you need to be a person of prayer. Worry about nothing, Paul says, but in everything, pray. Why are we to be people of prayer? You know, why should we pray? If God already knows our thoughts, if he knows what we're going to say back to him, why do we need to pray? That is an excellent question. And the reason why we need to pray is because prayer has the ability to change what's going on in our hearts, in our lives. And when we come to the Lord and pray, God has the ability, the Holy Spirit has the ability to take those anxious thoughts that are in our hearts and our minds and give us God's perspective. And we can begin to experience the peace of God. Praying helps us to know the way in which we are to walk in our relationship with God. Look at Psalm chapter 119, verses 57 through 60 this morning. The psalmist says this, You are my portion, O Lord, and I have promised, I have promised to obey your words. I have sought your face with all my heart. Be gracious to me according to your promise. I have considered my ways and have turned my steps to your statutes. Paul says in Philippians 4, 6, be anxious about nothing, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. So are you anxious? Paul says, don't panic. Pray. Don't worry. Worship. Come before his throne and cast it at his feet. Be people of prayer. And if we would just take the opportunity to pray as much as we worry about certain things, you know what? We would worry a whole lot less. Jesus knows our thoughts. Jesus knows what troubles us. Paul knows what troubles us. And if we want the peace of God, Paul says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 7, he says this, My God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. God wants to give you that peace that you desperately need in that moment of crisis. So be people of prayer. But not only are we to be people of prayer when those anxious thoughts come come into our lives, but number two, turn back to Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6 verse 32 says, For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. Instead of worrying about things, be people of prayer. And number two, get to know your heavenly Father. God knows everything you need. 
God knows the situation you are in at that very moment. And God wants to provide for you. God wants to encourage you. Matthew 6.32 in the message paraphrase says, People who don't know God and the way he works fuss over these things. Allow this moment to get to know, for you to get to know your Heavenly Father. Do you have a relationship with the Lord this morning? If you have that relationship with, with, with Him, you are His child. And He knows your every need. And if you don't have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ this morning... You don't have this promise available to you. It starts with a relationship with him. And Christian, when you and I worry, and I'm speaking to myself at this moment, when we choose to worry rather than trust God, you know what we're saying to God? What we're really saying to God is, God, I can't trust you. I can't trust your word. You might be saying, God, you are a liar. I believe that you can create the heavens and the earth by by your spoken word. I believe that you can die for my sin. I believe that you are a sovereign God. But God, I just can't trust you in this very moment. And I'm going to choose to worry. When you choose to worry, you're telling him that you can't trust him. As I read Matthew chapter uh, 6 to begin with, uh, again, Jesus' words, uh, in verse 26, Jesus said, Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor weep nor gather into barns. Uh, the story goes about two birds that were having a conversation between a robin and a sparrow. And the robin said this, I would really like to know why those anxious human beings rush and worry so. And the sparrow answered the robin and said, I would really like to know why those anxious, and the sparrow said this, I think it must be they have no heavenly father like the one that cares for you and me. The birds don't have to worry. The flowers don't have to worry. And how much more important are we, Christian, brother or sister in Christ, to our Lord and Savior Jesus? God knows. God knows exactly where you're at. He knows your need. And it's through this Difficult situation, he wants you to come to him, to get to know him, to pray to him, to get his perspective about your situation and get to know him. That know, that you know that he is there for you. Don't worry. Pray. Get to know the Father. And number three, Don't worry about tomorrow. Jesus says, focus on today. Well, that's hard to do, isn't it? 
Look at verse 34 of Matthew 6. Jesus says, Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. There was a study, uh, a long-term study of 4,000 men uh, over many years. And as they studied these men, they found that uh, men who had heart attacks and had died, um, most of these men had died, 38 of these, these men in this study had died on Monday. Um, that number dropped to 15 men who had passed away on Friday. 15 men. And that was about the average beyond Monday. What does that study tell us? Don't go to work on Monday. <laughs> no, actually, what, what it tells us is, you know, when we go to work on Monday, we're probably consumed by the thought of all that we have to do this week. And we take the worries of Tuesday through Friday and we put them on Monday and we're rather overwhelmed. We have a lot of anxious thoughts, don't we? That goes exactly against what Jesus is telling us in this passage of Scripture. Jesus is saying, therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Focus one day at a time. So how did your week go this last week? How well did you do, did you apply Jesus' words? Maybe you've forgotten these words and it is really easy to do. Well, I want to, I want to encourage you to take Jesus' words this week and you apply them this week to your life. Pray. Instead of panicking, pray. Instead of worrying, worship. God is there for you. Get to know him. Believe the promises of his word. And don't pile on tomorrow's worries on today. Because it will rob you of the energy that you need today. And what's the payoff? The payoff is Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Paul's promise. Jesus' promise. Jesus says, do not Trust me. Count on me. Let's pray. Lord, I know we're in this world, but it's not, it's hard to be, not to be of this world. And not allow 
the, the cares and the struggles of this world to get the best of us. Father, I pray that as we come into situations that are beyond our control, that God, we would just let go of trying to fix it ourselves and trust you. Now that's not an excuse to be lazy and to do nothing. God, even the birds of the the air, even though you take care of their every need, they're still busy about looking for worms and, and feeding themselves. And God, you've given us responsibilities. You've given us uh, things to do each and every day. But we don't have to do those things alone. And in our own ability, abilities, God, we can trust you. And I thank you that you're a God who knows. You're a, you're a God who cares. My friend, if you've been struggling with something this week, can you give it to God? Can you get to know Him? Can you focus on one day at a time? Father, thank you for your word, your words of encouragement. I pray that your words, Lord, that we would take all of them to heart this week as we live our life for you and make you first, seek you first in your kingdom.